Kiora, New Zealand. It's three o'clock, and you know what time it is. That's right, you're still getting paid until five, but doing nothing for it. But it's also time to do some jibber jabber on the radio. It's John O'Ban and Salmon. Gone three o'clock. Welcome along to the program today. Your final chance to come on board the Edge VIP yacht party. It's happening on Sunday after four o'clock. The final chance. It's going to be. Sorry, just oh, big gassy. My mouth. Hold on, I'll bring you the music. Big <laughs> gassy. Okay, oh, get the I, I drank too much before. Anyway, but boo um, like a baby, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> don't, because I will. Don't do it. We do it all the time <laughs> when you get a bit clogged up, <laughs> no, don't we? Don't. I feel like sitting on my shoulder for like an hour just panic about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Shazzy Wazzy. Stop it! <laughs> okay, right. uh, coming up next, though, something that has happened to every single person listening to this radio show right now. Whether you're at the movies, whether you're on an airplane, whether you're at a concert, wherever it has happened, we're going to finally address it next because it is really, really troubling Ben. And Ben wants to know once and for all the answer to this question. <laughs> oh, yeah, do. Yeah. We're getting into the big issues this afternoon, all right? John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. And now we're going to get to the big issues, guys. We've been talking about this, and it's divided the team. 1.5 each. You know, Sharon's halfway between both of us on this. Um, this okay, I think other people should help me decide which one's the hot one. It's an awkward thing to choose. No, that's not what we're choosing about. We're talking about... Choosing. I don't think it's that awkward. It happened the other day. When it's always me. <laughs> okay. All right, we know you're the hot one, John. That's you. fine. But when, you, when you're travelling on an airplane and yeah. maybe you're sitting by the window or if you're at the movies or at a concert where people are seated down, seated, down, seated and you have to walk past them, it's like, it's always awkward. Yeah. And then we're trying to decide, well, what is the best way to go if you're having to walk past people who are already sitting in their seats? Should you go bottom towards them or should you go crotch, crotch towards them? I mean, this happened to me. I was on a plane with uh, Ben recently. He was asleep. I needed to get to the aisle. <laughs> I, this, the, I yeah. didn't want to wake him up. Generous, good, generous, hot guy I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not only is he hot, but he's also thinking of others. <laughs> what is wrong with him? Nothing. What a catch! What a catch! And so I didn't want to wake Ben up, so I ended up. I was. I had this dilemma. Do you use the back or the front? And so I ended up with both of my feet on the armrests, crouched down. You're trying to climb over, didn't you? Climb over. I mean, you woke up at a, at a, at a, at a, horrif- a horrific moment. You would have thought you were in the middle of a, a genital-based nightmare because uh, you were staring straight down the eye of my crotch, oh, would yeah. you? Yeah. yourself, Jono. He's a good-looking guy. We've talked about this. Uh, but we're trying to, have, uh, for once and, uh, once and for all, decide which way you should go. A national debate is going to be, should you go crotch first or should you go bottom first? What's more What's more polite? Neither Neither option's great. No, it's not. I feel weird either way. Mm. Cheers. Oh, 100 the edge if you want to contribute, by the way, or text to 33. Three, four, three. I think I'm more of a. Um, I think if you're a woman, front first, and if you're a guy, butt first. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's probably that, not yeah, a bad one. It's, it's less, it's less personal, is it, with your back, back facing them? You're like, oh, yeah. okay, you know, well, but, uh, I would, if you're gonna brush me with your butt, it's like brushing me with your your leg or something. But if you brush me with, with, like, yeah, with yeah, your, yeah. with your trunk. Then I feel a little bit yeah because no, this happened to me where I was getting a massage at a mall once. That's not and a it's, bad it's idea. Not a good, it's not a good time. I know. I just said it's less personal is probably the best option. But I mean, yeah, the flip side, you want to be personal, don't you? You want to face someone. <laughs> You want to be like, hey, here I am in the flesh. This is all of me, and I'm walking past with popcorn and drinks. Sorry about it. I've got nothing to hide. And if you want to uh, contribute on <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. call us. 0800 yeah. The Edge right now. Text at 3343. We've got some BK vouchers up for grabs, so feel free to jump through on the phones with your opinion. We need some ladies' opinions on this too, because yeah. a lot of dudes are just having their say. Yeah, I'm, I think also, like, when you're walking past someone and... Uh, it depends whose it is. Like, for example, if you're talking about my butt. 
passing you. Okay, or my sausage great, satchel. Great, great, great <laughs> mental image. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Look, what are you, you wouldn't be that happy. No. Okay. If it was <laughs> Ben's, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, yeah. But you oh, like your sausage satchel. <laughs> Either, Either way. Either way. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's, uh... Adrian, what do you do, front or back first? Well, I think you have your back towards the person because you're going to sit down anyway, so if you mm. have to turn around again, it's a little bit awkward. A little impersonal, though. Isn't it? A little impersonal going back. But, hey, yeah. do you want to get to know the person? I don't know. <laughs> yes, it's not an opportunity to get to know them. Yeah, you're right. Vata, what do you think? Uh, I think it depends. If you've got, like, a big behind, then I would probably say go front first so you can squash it against the seat. That's true. <laughs> That is true. Yeah. Many I mean, time when you get the aisle seat on the plane and someone like goes through and they've got a big button, you get it in the face. Not yeah. ideal. I mean, if Nicki Minaj is in the movies with you, she's coming past with her hands full of drinks and popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> You're wanting your front front way. Yeah, I can understand. Definitely, definitely. I can understand. Hey, The Edge, what do you reckon? Front or back first? I reckon the back. The back? So everyone's rolling. Even if it's a girl or a guy, I always look at the back. <laughs> okay, that's a fair, fair enough point. Seems to be the favourite option on the text 3343 this afternoon as well. Nolan, welcome to the big debate. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely believe it's always got to be back first because then you don't have to have that awkward stare at the person yeah. that you're trying to get past. You don't, oh, want, to look, you don't you know, want to look you, them in the eye. You, don't, you definitely don't want to look them in the eye. Um, and it definitely avoids dropping a frozen Coke in someone's lap. Oh, great point. Nolan. Nobody ever wants to move their legs for you anyway. That's true. Some people like stand up. Other people just kind of half-heartedly like move their legs to the side, don't they? I'm just as much stranger touching that I can get. I'm just, do, do whatever you want. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, do whatever you nobody want. Nobody really wants a random diddle in their face anyway. Well, no, no, they don't. No, they don't, Nolan. No, they don't. <laughs> I think you've said it for all of us. Then. You want to know that. You want to know it, don't you? You don't want it really Randomly in your face. Nolan, hold the line, babe. We're going to hook you up with a $30 BK voucher so you can go and make a whopper any way that you want. Wax some bacon and extra pickles, whatever you want. You can do it with your voucher. Well, so that is oh, Good on you, Nolan. That, that is our segment for, I was just going to say, National Rolling. Uh, we'll go backside first. All right, right backside, backside first. Backside from, from now on. Sorted. If you are the diddle guy from now on. <laughs> no. Not going to happen. <laughs> okay, Ben, last night we gave no, it. Uncle Ben says no. no. It's not happening. We've made a national no. decision. It's done now. Move on. You will not do it. Ben said no. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Now, TV show is back on the telly live last night, 7.30 TV3. Was it live? Bit of a roller coaster there. It was a roller coaster. It was, it was a lot of fun to do the TV show. Well, it was, started off as a lot of fun. And then, um, Sharon, you... Well, you basically video bombed us. All week well, you've been alluding to something that was going to happen on the show. I'm surprised you're not more angry about this, Ben, uh, because we've been saying all week there was something that was going to happen to one of you on the show. I'm going to put my hand up and say, you, sorry. You knew Jono, about this. Jono deserves an Oscar for the acting he did all this week because Jono was in on the gag the whole time. <laughs> and uh, he helped me get on stage and uh, read out your phone number. Because you went to do it Call me Denzel Washington. You okay. are Denzel. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so anyway, this is the, if you missed it, this is what happened on the TV show Live to the Nation. If you want to shout out live on the box, all you need to do is text Ben's cell phone no, number. No, no, that no. That number. No, no, don't. No, 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 seriously, no, no. Everyone in line, I know what you're going to do here. Oh, no, 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 no,
He's a nudes guy. <laughs> not a nudes guy. <laughs> You're a, a nudes, nudes guy. It was so good. It was so good because uh, we had the phone backstage and it just started going straight You're away. Fine. I feel sorry for you. It was a bad trick. You, you've had to get a new number today. Yeah, because I already had this number a couple of weeks and then, yeah. It was so good. Because by the end of the show, there were 686 text messages and 147 missed calls. I had to get a screenshot of how many messages they were and it took me seven minutes to get it on flight mode because it would not stop can ringing. I, can it's I like just the phone was having an epileptic fit. Can yeah. I just say another huge thank you for making sure that you uh, downloaded Tinder as oh, one of yeah, my yeah. apps. That was Jono's touch. <laughs> Before you took a photo of my phone and put it online everyone's like, oh, married guy on Tinder too. Yeah. Hey. That, that was Jono's gag <laughs> yeah, and it was that, very mate. good. Hey, ben, he's a nudes guy. <laughs> <laughs> but we did actually get quite a few voicemails and uh, a lot of people complained they got your answer phone but your mailbox was full so I reckon uh, now's the time that Ben Last night, message received on Thursday at 7.40 p.m. Hi, Ben. Just wishing you a good night. I hope the show goes all right, even though it's live. Hi, this is Lucy, and I called you because I wanted a shout-out at Donna and Ben, but obviously you didn't give me one, so that is very sad. So next time <laughs> you hear this, can you please give me a shout-out? I want to shout out to my cat, Bernie. And I want to shout out to... Um, shout out, Lucy, Bernie. Emily, Emily. my mum. She's just naming things she can see. Yeah. Thanks. And next time, pick up your phone. <laughs> Megan, um, notice you didn't pick up my phone. Um, yeah, just give me a call back when you can, thanks. Hi, yeah, I watched your show like when I was like young as, and I'm, I'm like 10, 10, 11, and I think that you were really hot. And... um. Can you, like, ring me and um, after school on Friday, tomorrow? Um, uh, at, like, Dan, Dan, our producer, why would you like that message? In? That is horrendous. Dan, I'm stopping this. If that's where it's going halfway through, I hate to think where this is going to end. Keep going. Keep going. I don't, I don't want to clear any more messages. And then I, I'll answer and um, oh, I just want to say that you're really cool job. and I love you. And by the way, um, your TV show is really funny and you're funny and, um, yeah, bye. <laughs> Why would you put that in there? Hey, Ben. Ben. Yes. Still got it. Yeah, well, still thanks for that, guys. It's been uh, it. a harrowing 24 hours. Yeah, oh. I still noticed a TV reviewer called, uh, called us a couple of old toothbrushes <laughs> and a chipped old mug today. Yeah, you guys are. You know the chipped mug that the toothbrushes stick in and all the old toothpaste juice is like gone down the bottom there's that brown, crusty stuff at the bottom that, of the jar? Us, yeah. That's you guys. Well, a, a toothbrush has bristles. and yeah. I don't have it. I'm more like a cotton bud. Skinny cotton bud. <laughs> a cotton bud in a toothbrush. That's, that's a cotton bud that's been jammed in a grotty ear. In a chipped mug, though. And I've got to be in a chip mug. You've got to be in a chip mug. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, the Yacht Siege VIP Yacht Party. We've been banging on about it for three weeks. It's happening Sunday and uh, we've uh, got a guy who's been Lucky in love, we've called him the Yachtula because there's 99% ladies on this yacht with Aaron from the Geordie Shore. Uh, and we figured what a great opportunity for someone who hasn't, you know, hasn't had a winning streak in yeah. love lately to uh, maybe spark up a new relationship. His name is Matt. He's the Yachtula. He's on the phone now. How's it going? How's it going? Oh, we're doing well, buddy. How are you going? Two days away yeah, from good. potential love. <laughs> I'm excited, mate. Looking forward to it. Matt, tell me, have you started uh, practicing your kissing technique on the shower wall? 
Yeah, mate. Sure have. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Good. And yep. the pillow? Good. Yeah, Good. Mate, my thrusting techniques. No, oh, no, 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 not that. Not that. Oh, just the kissing, okay? We just. Uh, okay. I can see why you kissing. need some help. <laughs> oh, do you want me to come to your house and do some thrusting? No, I can see where he, I can see where he's gone wrong. I've been go. doing all my pillows. <laughs> I understand you're actually bringing a wing woman on the yacht with you. You're not going to bring one of your guy mates. You're going to bring a chick with you. That seems like a risky move. People might not think you're single. Nah, she's good. She's good banter, eh? She's all right. And, and you, <laughs> nah, nah. Bloody good, mate. Bloody good. GBA. <laughs> you, you, you. Nothing more Kiwi than that last answer, eh? She's good banter. <laughs> we got nah, she's good as gold. Yesterday, Jono, you tried to surprise Matt. Uh, with a little bit of uh, radio drama, didn't you? Yeah. So Matt, we spoke to your uh, spoke to your girlfriend yesterday, didn't we? Yeah, you stitched me up pretty good there, mate. Nice. What we've managed to do is track down your ex girlfriend. Oh, you're joking. Yes. Hello. Anything uh, you'd like to say, Matt? Um, not really. Eh? Okay. Well, anything no. you want to say? Anything you want to say to Matt? Well, it was a little bit awkward how we finished things. Oh, I don't even know who is it. <laughs> What's the name? What's what? It? You forgot your ex girlfriend's name? Nah, I can tell you stitched me up. I can tell it's not it. Nah. <laughs> it's not. It's Ange from the office. <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to yeah, like... Yeah, I was going to say. Ange is a lovely lady. Just announced her pregnancy. Well done, Ange. Good sport. Okay. I don't know if that's... Uh, oh, is that not a thing you do? Well, she's announced it to the office. You've just announced it to the country. So that's great stuff, Jono. Thanks for that. Turns out it wasn't your girlfriend. <laughs> it was Ange from the office who's uh, pregnant and you announced her pregnancy to the uh, to the country as well. So. Yeah, had well you, congratulations. It was a great way for her husband to find out. Had your bloody thrusty little hips sweating over that one though tonight. <laughs> okay, Maddie. So Sunday, it's happening. Yeah, mate. It's on, Looking okay. To it, eh? We're going to meet you Sunday, and you could not pick three worst wing people <laughs> yeah. to try and get you back in the love game. <laughs> no, I'm sure you'll be fine. Uh, good on you, Matty. Like, can't wait to meet you, buddy. You're a good sport. All right, you too, mate. Catch you later. And that's our yacht chiller. Matty going to potentially meet his future wife on a yacht in the middle of a radio promo. Couldn't think of a more romantic location. People may scoff at that, but there are uh, children and marriages that have lasted since the Edge singled out parties like 10 years ago. So I reckon uh, he's got he's got a good chance of this. People meet in strange places these days. Hey, Dad, how'd you meet Mum? Oh, well, she was grinding up against me at the Outback <laughs> in Hamilton. I'm not even kidding. For a radio there is, promo. There is a couple that met in the clothes swap at a singled out. So they had to swap clothes to win a bar tab and um, that's married with children now. The rest is history. Okay, I don't think we throw it out there. See if we can go stranger than that. The strangest place you met your partner. Amy, where was the strangest place you met your partner? Um, in the McDonald's drive-thru. McDonald's drive-thru? Was he in a different car or was he serving you? I was serving him and I um, I was really hungover. It was like a Sunday after the high school ball or whatever and then um, some person just kept trying to hand me this, like his saying I dropped something out the window and I was like what? No I didn't like get out you're holding up everyone else Aww. and then he kept trying and kept trying and I took it and in the end it was a piece of paper with his bumper on it that Aww, is so cute that's nice. That's that's nice. and then you broke up <laughs> Oh, well, five years later, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, oh, that's still oh, a good hey, nudge. Stop, that's a good nudge. That's, that's definitely <laughs> Mc... supersizing your combo, am I right, guys? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Happy meal. McLovin there. Oh, oh, there we go. Da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> hell of a play in the drive-thru, though. That's yes. Jerry. That's game. Josie, welcome to the show. Now tell us, what were, where was the strangest place you met your partner? So I was learning to scuba diving, and we were doing a pool session. Oh, my God, he was a dolphin. 
No, he was also on the course. So we were in wetsuits, masks, snorkels, regulators, like the full kit and caboodle, learning to scuba dive. We both became instructors. And, um, yeah, I met him on the open water course. Oh, there you go, Aww. Jesus. You just fell in love with a man in a full black tight wetsuit. Looking Damn. like a seal. You look good in that wetsuit. <laughs> hey, Becky, welcome. What is the strangest place you met a partner? Where is, well, well, my mum seen his hoo-ha before I seen his hoo-ha because I've known him for 21 years. Oh, really? Well, why has your mum seen his hoo-ha? Because <laughs> they were like real close family friends and then we re-met on Tinder. <laughs> wow, so you were actually like a real-life Bridget Jones and Mark Darcy. You saw each other <laughs> running around the paddling pool. Pretty much. Wow. childhood was together until we sort of um, went separate ways when we were about 10 and he was 12. Wow. And then now we're 24 and 22. Oh, that's, that's, nice. so that's a lovely cute. story. Oh, my favourite bit was when she said hoo-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Talked about her mum. Hey, The Edge, where was the strangest place you met a partner? Hey, so my current partner, I do circus arts and fire dancing and all that kind of thing. Mm. And so I was at our club meet practising in a lira, which is like aerial acrobatics. And a mutual friend of mine brought him along and he was watching me and then he's like, okay, now I need to get the attention of this girl. So he starts doing backflips. <gasps> um, so he three years flipped, later we're still together he flipped into your heart doing, yep pretty much so he got your attention through backflips well if that went bad that would be yeah. a great YouTube video <laughs> definitely, great definitely. YouTube video especially at a fireplace where you're doing fire walking and stuff <laughs> this is the story that will top them all though Mitch what was the strange place that you met your partner alright so I was passing through Atlanta Georgia with a couple of buddies and we decided to swing in for a night at a strip club. And one of the strippers was overly nice to me, so I got her number and we hit things off. And it lasted, oh, shit, probably a month or two. And then uh, <laughs> I, well, I, I really couldn't get over the fact that she was making more money than me, you know, giving lap dances and shit. <laughs> oh, so that was and the I, thing. Like you, like that, I was about to ask you, if you get into a relationship with a dancer, like, do you still let them do their job? I mean, it's where you met them. <laughs> Well, I mean, what was I supposed to do? Just be like, no, you you can't do that anymore. You know, I mean, it's her choice ultimately, and she was making bank doing so. I mean, who am I to say no? But so, I couldn't get over it myself. Yeah, she walked it off like a champ and made me feel like an ass at the end of it. I'll she walked it off, did, a, did and, a sluz drop, and then was like, <laughs> see ya. She's like, she's like, by the way, that just cost 20 bucks. <laughs> well, she dropped the mic and kicked me to the curb like that. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Thanks so much for your call, Mitch. Have a good day. Yeah, appreciate it, mate. Have a good one. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Last night, uh, John O'Ben, the TV show returned. Thursday night's brand new night, 7.30, and it's live TV. And we said anything could happen, and yeah. Oh, this made, this made me see. Things did happen. There was a bit of banter in the studio. <laughs> last night. Of course, we're talking to Guy Williams, who used to be on this radio program, is on the TV show, and uh, yeah, this happened live. Who says you need a flash set or fancy hosts to host a good show? I think after watching that, everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly you. Sounds like an episode of bloody uh, Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, I felt 
also be able to watch this because everyone thinks that guy is like this real uh, crazy out there kind of guy that doesn't have like any feelings or anything and he will be stewing over that straight away yeah, feeling so bad. He felt bad. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've apologised. We all felt bad that it happened, you know, and we, you know, we're not going to, we're going to make sure it's not going to happen again but before Definitely. we move on. The boss came out and told us off during the ad break. <laughs> oh, no. Which was quite funny. I was in the audience and I wanted to snatch it. Well, sure enough too. And, you know, getting told off as an adult, there's no worse feeling, nah. is there? But no. it, was, it was justified, so you kind of had to take it and go, yeah. okay, all right. Hey, but that doesn't mean the pranking stops, bro. <laughs> That's true. I mean, <laughs> really? Guy is like the one person that when he's on edge that you can uh, you can do a prank on because, you know, he's got a big mouth most of the time, so it's, it's fun to make fun of him. So there's actually, there's actually serious conversations going on at TV at 3 about this with management, about the swearing. So uh, what we thought we'd do is we'd uh, call Guy, get Dan, our producer, to play the role of a uh, HR... Professional. Professional. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, thanks, recorded, we recorded this during the song. Dan, previous mm. to making this call, you said you're a safe pair of hands. Mm. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you're still saying that. Okay, Usually, yeah, I was going to say. You can, you can listen to this and be the judge for yourself, okay? Hello, Guy Williams speaking. Oh, hi, Guy. It's Vaughan, Vaughan Smith calling from uh, HR. How are you? Uh, how's it going, Vaughan? Yeah, good. Uh. Dan, Dan, our producer, has chosen a name of another radio announcer on another station to bring Guy. Guy! I fell for it. Guy fell for it. Keep it going. Keep it going. Okay, keep it, keep it going going, you said. Okay. Keep it going, Dan. Keep it going, Vaughn Smith. No, no, no. Shh, shh, shh. Okay, okay. At least you chose a nice one. Okay. Hey, so, um, it's Vaughn Smith calling from MediaWorks HR here. How are you? Uh, I'm not bad, thanks. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be good because, um, get ready. You better lawyer up. This and is appalling, Dad. You said you're a safe pair of hands. We've got him almost. Can I... When you're doing a prank call, you can't say, we've got him almost, because I can hear him saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a good point. Guy, we're, basically we're just trying to get you in your moment of weakness. Bloody can monster. I just say, I feel very bad that I swore on television, and now you guys are just adding insult to injury. First of all, that you'd call up and bring it up and give the event more exposure. And secondly, that you do the worst prank I've ever heard in my entire crappy <laughs> life. Uh, oh, wow. Hey, don't get oh, angry oh. about it, mate. You might swear. You might swear, <laughs> mate. Well, sorry to everyone who heard my F-bomb and sorry to everyone about Jono, Ben and Sharon's terrible... Um, Hey, don't, don't associate us with that. That was Dan. Yeah, that was Dan. Dan's prank. Vaughn Smith. <laughs> yeah. Thank That's you, a, guys. A ZM prank, mate. <laughs> great, great effort, Dan. Good effort, Thanks, Dan. Guys. That was good, eh? Good effort, Dan. Very good one. Prank King. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Uh, JJ, uh, JJ, we're just talking about JJ. <laughs> so, what are you, Jono, Ben and Sharon? Talking it's about how they, uh, they caught up with Reese Witherspoon this morning. Yeah. If you missed it, then uh, check out the interview on theedge.co.nz. I love it when a celebrity says something nice about New Zealand. Really nice. How amazing New Zealand is yeah. and how amazing it has been. There, no? Famous person, said New Zealand, love the country. She doesn't love anywhere else in the world, no. just New Zealand. Just New Zealand. Most just of all. New Zealand. Uh, but we just played Rag and Bone Man, of course, uh, the song Human. Oh. Oh, this has been bothering you, hasn't it? It has been? been bothering me for a while, and now you, you're making me talk about this on radio. Because you ask 
every time, every time the song plays, you ask the same question. I'm like, I don't know, Ben. I'm not sure. Well, have a, have a listen to this little bit that, that, that seems to concern me. I'm only human. I do what I can. I'm just a man. I do what I can. Don't put the blame on me. What do you do? What's he responsible for? Blame on me. He, he sounds down in the bloody dumps, <laughs> doesn't he? What Bone Man do? He's like, oh, hey, look, hey, I'm only human. Maybe yeah. maybe he didn't stack the dishwasher correctly. Yeah, that could be it. That maybe could be he, it. maybe he made Guy Williams swear on TV. Oh, <laughs> I heard Rag and Bowman uh, was the guy that walked through the drive-thru and got it banned for everybody. Maybe he voted Trump. <gasps> maybe deleted maybe some important documents from the work shared folder. Maybe Ma- he was the reason I turned up to Briscoe's the other weekend that they didn't have a sale. Oh, <laughs> maybe we need to put the blame on Rag and Bowman because he was the guy that stole Taylor Swift's backup dancer, but she then blamed on Katy Perry, and then we got bad blood. Yeah, that's the could be. So I, I, I want to know. Here we go. Now here's the idea for the segment that we're going to peel Ben out for. So his idea for the segment. Go, let's go for a ride. Come for a ride with Ben Boyce. Okay, here we go. Jump in the car. Jump in the car. Jump in the car. We're in the side of Ben. Hop in the Rolls Boyce. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Okay, so okay, help me out here because these guys are like, no one will call up. No so you one, know the phone number. It's no one under the edge. Well, like, what did Rag and Bone Man do? Why is he like? Oh, don't put the blame on me. I'm only human. What? What did he do? The more Rag creative, and, the better. Rag and Bowman um, doesn't want the blame for getting you fired off the show. <laughs> this idea. No one is literally People not going to get up. People are going to get great look suggestions. Look at the phone. phone lines lighting up. No I'm one is the calling. Edge. No I'm one. I'm only human. I do what I can. What are you doing? I'm just a man. I do what, what I do, can. What you do, mate? Don't put the blame on me. What you do, Rag and Bowman? What do you want to blame them for? Don't put the blame on me. Okay, I will give you $100 if anyone calls up with us. I don't know. If anyone's going to call, you know, I'm blaming if they don't. Rag and Bone Man. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Roslyn, welcome along to the show. What are we blaming Rag and Bone Man for? For hiring Ben. Oh! Do what I can. I was going to thank you for calling. <laughs> don't put your blame on me. I signed Ben's contract. Blame on me. That's a bloody good call, Roslyn. Well I love played, you, Roslyn. Well you have a cracker weekend, eh? You too. Good That's on you. Thanks for good. listening. Hey, The Edge, what are we blaming uh, Rag and Bone Man for? What did he do? Lying to his girlfriend. Oh. No. <laughs> do what I can. I'm just... He's like, I know I said I'd be home by 7.30. <laughs> but don't put the blame on me. Traffic was a shocker. <laughs> I'm home at 8.15. <laughs> My bad. Hey, The Edge, what are we blaming Rag and Bone Man for? He put the tomato sauce in the fridge. He put the what in the fridge? Tomato sauce. Tomato sauce goes in the fridge. This, reg- this is oh a national God. debate. Oh. Do, do not start. We had this debate on here last year, and you. you uh, don't yeah. you ring up here and tell me that it goes in the pantry because I will get very, well, so Reagan, very upset. Maybe Rag and Bone Man put it in the pantry, and Sharon's like, hang on. I'm only human. <laughs> do what I can. I'm just a man. Well, don't put it in the pantry. Well, that's why he's so sad. Yeah. What, what did Rag and Bone Man do? I think we have we got to the end of this thing. We got one more caller. Do what I can. Amanda, welcome to the show. What do you want to blame Rag and Bone Man for? What do you think he did? This crappy segment. <laughs> oh, shots fired! All right, never again will I wonder on radio what a Rag and Bone Man did. I, I was taking, I was taking offence to that, but then I was like, thank God it wasn't my idea. Good right. on you, Ben. Oh, okay, guys. <laughs> Kind of bummed me out a little bit there, man. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge.